Take a journey, it's a tour of my own mind. Giving you all corners, the many trusts you find. Fun times and the life of what What's up, you guys? No, it's your man, Darren Tremont, a.k.a. I am Tremont. This is guys. Today is about to be a dope, dope, dope episode, especially if you're a music fan, especially if you're a fan of Dreamville. So I have my guest today, my man, my big brody, OTS founder. If it wasn't for him, I am Tremont wouldn't be here right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Clap it up for my guy, Mr. Derek. What's going on, man? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on? How you doing? Doing pretty well. How about you, bro? Yes, Can't complain, man. Can't complain. Thanks for having me on. Man, no problem, bro. And, you know, I had to bring you on because through our private conversations, I know that you are a huge J. Cole fan. I, I'm I'm a huge fan of his also. And, yeah. you know, so we are talking about 2014 Forest Hills Drive, a dope album. I feel like this album should be in history books to study. <laughs> Man. If it's not, that's a sad thing. Yeah, it's gonna be a, that's sad, a thing. sad thing. This is uh this is this is probably like one of his um not one of this is the most um go-to album for him. I would most say different. this is this is his thriller almost. Mm-hmm. Um from a from a you know bigger perspective type of thing right like right right that's that's how you would look at it but and every i feel album, like every mm, album like i got kod dope. right here i got kod right here on my on my, on my dress of the uh vinyl <laughs> every I just single feel like album it. bro <laughs> i feel like 2014 forest hill drive you know because you know born center and his all, all his other work it just showed how he was a great lyricist but i feel like this album right here it just showed that J. Cole was just on a different level. And then how he took his words and turned into a story. Not saying that mm-hmm. his past work didn't do the same thing. Mm-hmm. It was just a different vibe. It felt like we were going to a new era. Honestly, when I listened to this album, I thought J. Cole was going to be the face of hip-hop for a long time. But to me, he still is. But what I mean by that, I mean by the mainstream listeners. Commercially. Yeah, all those things. I thought he would have mm-hmm. a bigger fan base, but to be honest, I feel like that would have killed the essence of J. Cole. I appreciate the I amount of... I, I appreciate the loyalty of the fan base that he have now. Because like uh, like he said in Middle Child, he felt like he little bro and big bro, you know, people mm-hmm. come to him and also people that he's reaching out to. Let's take Jay-Z, for example. You know? mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm really digging what he's doing. I, and what I like about J. Cole, as much as I love him to drop something every day, every day, every day, I love the fact that he takes his time with his project. I think that's why his projects are so, so well. Like, 2014, yeah. he was driving. Then after that, KOD came out, like, what, four years later? So, four years. yeah. Yeah, then we had uh, For Her yeah. Eyes Only. Yeah. So, yeah. things like that, bro. So, before we get deep into this, i like to ask you questions so fans get into you more. Yeah. Jayco, how did you get into him? What was, like, the... If you can remember, what was the first song you heard about him? Like, what made you say, you know what, that's that's the guy for me? Um, truth be told, I think the first song that I heard uh, was "Who That." Mm. And that was that was actually um, they were actually using that on radio station here in Atlanta, uh, V103. They were okay. using that, I think, for like an outro, um, or like a switch from like like to like the six o'clock hour or something like that. Right, right, right. They were using that, 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 just that clip. Who that? Who that? Like they, that's all they were using. So that's how I got introduced 
Um, and then I started listening to um, uh, uh, Friday Night Lights. Mm. I listened to Friday Night Lights. Oh my god! I, this can I just say his mixtapes are highly underrated. You can, you can, because I think when people think of J. Cole, we instantly go to like Born Center, twenty fourteen, Here's Drive, KOD. So yeah, his mixtapes are highly underrated. That was that's how I got introduced to J. Cole, because mm-hmm. uh, even though it wasn't his like his main track, but like nobody's perfect. That's oh. the that's the song that's the song that got me into it because for one I I'll be honest with you that's the first time ever I ever heard Mr. Elliot sing that was the first time ever really I'm so, oh yeah you are, I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> like but no that like her past work why why I think my yeah I forget you're younger than me bro so it's like but, but the thing with Mr. Elliot I think uh, you know what she did with Aaliyah uh. The whole rapping like I can't yes. stand the rain, all those oh, things. Yeah. So, yes, so yes, to hear yes, her yes. on a track just full out singing while rapping, I was like, uh-huh. wow. And then of course they picked my intro. I'm like, man, who is this dude rapping with her? Like, yeah, he's dope. And then after I listened to nobody's perfect, because at the time I started getting J. Cole around 2013. I'll be on okay. the ground. Okay. So after I heard that, honestly, I went to skating ring here in Memphis. If you if you from Memphis, y'all know about the the skating ring in Raleigh called Skateland. Mm-hmm. So at Skateland, they played this one song by J. Cole over and over and over again. And that was Power Trip with him and Miguel. Oh, him and Miguel. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. I said, who is this dude? I think I said, I think this I was like, why I heard why I heard this voice before? And my sister told me, Oh, you know that song, Nobody's Perfect. That's J. Cole. Like he was on that track with Miss Illy and this is his song. I'm like, okay. So, you know, as a young middle school. I ended up going on YouTube and looking them up, and then, like, Crooked Smile instantly became my favorite track. Because it's crazy. I knew about TLC before yeah. I knew about J. Cole. So, yeah. You know what's funny about that? What's um, up? Crooked Smile. J. Cole has helped me out with a ton of different things. Mm-hmm. Like, a bunch of insecurities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to get teased for having thick eyebrows. Oh, okay. Wow. I don't, but I was I was like this real small kid mm-hmm. with this like my I, I keep telling people like my head's been the same size since ninety five, but like legit I've had the same size head since I was like five six years old. <laughs> okay. So, uh, like I would I would get teased for my eyebrows. Um, you know I have I have a gap in, in uh front of my uh front front of my teeth, and mm-hmm. crooked smile was actually the 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 song, um that helped me smile wow i used to i used to my mom would get on me and i kid you not for class pictures for um like my license picture every single time i'm taking a picture she would like remember to smile i was so insecure about my smile but crooked Mm. smile is what made me embrace it Mm. and then he also talked about uh you know um what was that? It, it was on Born Center. Uh, I forget which track, but he talked about his, how his eyebrows. He's like, like the uh, my eyebrows are like this girl's thick as hell, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like it was little things that he that that he was saying and different tracks. It was just like, okay, I can I'm cool. Like I like I can be cool. I can just be me. Like and and you. embrace that. 
you know, like it, that was, that was something that I always appreciated about him. Um, mm -hmm. But that was born sinner uh, for your eyes only helped me not commit suicide. Mm. You know, mm, like deep. Cole has, Cole has been like, ev like integral in like right, right. various parts of my life. Um, so like, that's why like his music for me in general is just like the entire catalog. Mm -hmm. And I don't say this, I don't say this about every person, about every uh, artist because it's not true. Right, right. But every single project that he has put out from mixtapes to uh, of like Truly Yours, one and two, uh, 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 the warm up, mm -hmm. Friday Night Lights, side, uh, Sideline Story, uh, 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 Born Center, like they they just hit tell hit stories, hit, so. hit hit mm -hmm. I, I don't care what anyone says <laughs> revenge of the dreamers revenge of the dreamers 2 then revenge of the dreamers 3 like all all these projects that he's worked on like every album that he's on every track mm -hmm. that he's on is a hit most definitely like it's one of my track one of my favorite tracks uh that he's featured on is like shape butter baby the way he took that song, you know, just the intro, like the way he came in, you cross my mind a thousand mm -hmm. times just to hear that little part. Yeah. I like, and then he just went in just flowing. Like J. Cole is that diverse. Like for yeah. me, this is like for your eyes only because I have uh, like a close like uh, place for that song, uh, for that whole album myself, mm -hmm. like Deja Vu. You know, yes. of course, everybody, when they when I first heard, it, I did like what everybody else said. Oh, yeah. this is an exchange remix or something with Bryson Tiller, not yeah. knowing the history of that that was actually J Cole beat first before yeah. Bryson Tiller. Is that hands funny? Right, that's weird to me, bro. Like, and but I like the fact J Cole didn't come out and said, "No, nah, this might be." Mm -hmm. I had a, a year before you. Yeah, I just not. No, nah, the mind just went dropped his version. Deja Vu. Deja Vu helped me. I was going through a bad. I ain't gonna say bad because that was high school, but I went through a breakup in high school, uh -huh. and Deja Vu was the track for me. And uh, yeah. she's mine's part one. That song right there, like my part one and part two, is is phenomenal. It's such a great story. If you don't know J Cole, and if you if you just know about the album that we're gonna be discussing uh, later on on this episode, twenty fourteen Hills Drive. If you want another album, I feel like by J Cole that. Doesn't get a lot of recognition. It's for your eyes only. Like that. Bro, you know why it doesn't get recognition? Because people know the story. Mm. Mm. And I think that, see, like, and I'll be honest, when I first heard it, like, this is why when I listen to music, I kind of like listen to it multiple times before I try right. to formulate Same it. Same here. Because there were, I was listening, I'm sitting there listening to it. And of course, like, I'm, I'm listening. I wanted to hear those, you know, those, those beats. I wanted to hear those. I wanted to hear something that was just classic, right? Just like, like from the, right, right. Mm -hmm. That's what I. That's what I was kind of hoping the entire album was going to be. Just, just from the, you know before I heard the whole, whole, whole project. Mm -hmm. But when I sat and listened to it, you talking about his storytelling. He he was telling the story of his best friend. Right, right. Their life. And you thought, like, as the audience, you thought it was his him. story. Mm -hmm. And then it's like halfway through, you kind of figure, oh, oh this snap. is his boy. Mm -hmm. And that he intertwines his story 
with his friend story just to it's just he is such a he's such a um i would honestly say between him and kendrick they are the 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 best storytellers for sure musically they are the best storytellers out now like i don't i don't and just like you were saying like uh uh, j cole takes his time between projects Mm -hmm. you've seen the same thing with kendrick right like kendrick came out with damn in what 18 17 uh 18 he dropped the black panthers uh soundtrack right right Mm. and 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 i mean it's been three years (laughs) <laughs> since we since we had a project from them, right? Yep, you're right. But I'm okay with that. Now right. J. Cole, he slit he did kind of promise us 2020. Right. He even made a whole campaign about 2020. Right, right. You know, so I'm I was like looking the entire year. I'm like, nigga, come on now. Well, like, <laughs> drop this my if you don't drop, I'm gonna come my bro. <laughs> but and that's and ain't I, but I'm okay I feel with like it. Yeah, me too. And I feel like, because like I said earlier, if he would have dropped, like how all these other artists would drop, mm-hmm. it would kill the essence. Good, like, and let's go with Drake. It yes. seems like Drake dropped a lot of music, but if you really look at the time frame when he drops it, it'd be like months from mm-hmm. each other. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, Laugh Now, Cry Later. That came out what? June, July, and the last tra- the last thing we had got from him was in March. And before March... He didn't drop nothing till I think Money in the Grave, and that was in the summer of 2019. So, right, so like, right. so to see that, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, J. Yeah. Cole himself, it made me wonder, like, like for your eyes only, made me think of which the track we're gonna talk about today, 03 Adolescence. I wonder if that was a prequel, if that's the same that's friend. The friend. So, okay, that's, I, that's, I, bro, that, that I was being my prediction. I was I'm, like, is that I'm a prequel to his life? If that's not the same friend. It sounds just like it because right. it is um you hear you hear that you hear on 03 adolescence the story that's being told and how you know the friends like yo bro like this this ain't, this ain't for you man right like right. this ain't for you and, and and to hear the story of that friend how like and really if I'm not mistaken his friend was a bit of a writer too mm. um so for him to write his story out for j cole to tell his daughter mm-hmm. that's why people don't appreciate that that album bro because right like like when i even got to uh fold and close i remember mm-hmm. sitting there the first time hearing i was like he t- he's sitting, sitting there talking about almond milk and i'm just like i was like okay like I I get where he's going with this. Like it's really good. And truth mm-hmm. be told, that's the track that saved my life, bro. Oh, truth wow. be told, that's the track wow. that saved my life. Because I remember like I was I was in this space of hopelessness and 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 not um not understanding where my life was going. Um, it was like 27, mm-hmm. 26, 27. That that album came out in 17, right? It came out sixteen. So I was twenty six when it when it came out. And I remember just being in this space of just like not knowing what the hell I'm doing. Right. And right. like I'm like everything is dark. And I was like, I was about to end it. The only reason why I didn't, my family, 
my girlfriend, and folding clothes. Because mm. folding clothes was, was, I was sitting there, I'm just like, yo, I do want that one day, man. Mm-hmm. I want that. I want. I want to be able to sit here and fold clothes with my like my wife, right? Like I want to be able to, like, make those memories about almond milk, man. Like, right? I, like I drink almond milk. I'm cool with it. Like I love almond milk. But to sit here and like think about like you're changing your dietary, you know, uh, uh, stuff and like you doing things you didn't think you'd ever be doing, like right. especially coming from his friend's perspective of just like being you know like hustling and 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 being in the street to folding clothes and drinking almond milk like right you know what I'm saying like that's the evolution that he wanted i think that was if i'm not mistaken that was part of j cole's story that he told as if that's what mm. the friend was looking forward mm. to doing the the evolution that he that he was looking forward to i could be wrong yeah. but that's that's how i took it that was my interpretation yeah, that's how you think, yeah. Yeah, I, I, neighbors was was also his story, I think, and then um, folding clothes was his story. So it's like it's a great merge and 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 fusion of those two stories because they came from the same area, right? Like right. the only reason why Jake Holden ended up with the same fate is because he chose a different path. Yeah, his friend chose that path because there was no there was no other choice for him mm-hmm. that was the lifestyle that was the lifestyle cole had that opportunity to 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 pursue you know a different route and and thank god he did you know how right. many lives j cole saved man man like i'm not I'm like j cole he i put i put mine's probably not as deep as yours in my we thank you for sharing it uh but oh yeah 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 for me, I think the song that really helped me. So beginning of 2019, uh, I was I wouldn't say I was in a bad place, but I was getting dirt. Uh mm-hmm. I was smoking marijuana heavily because you know, just hang for one to hang out with some old older friends back in those days, but also just forget my problems because I felt like because before I got into acting and doing the podcast though, back in 2019, I was trained to be a professional wrestler. Like 2018, oh, yeah, yeah, 2019, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. training to be a wrestler. So, but at that time, training, like the funds for training was coming in. Mm-hmm. I had a obligation that I had to help out at home. So I mm-hmm. felt stuck. And I remember the night he dropped Middle Child. Middle Child was yes. the track for me that yes. really made me say, hold up, wait a minute. Like, because at that time, I felt like I was getting slipped on because I wanted to be a professional wrestler. So mm-hmm. when his first line was like, niggas been counting me out, I'm loading my bullets, I'm loading yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When he yeah. said that, I was like, oh, that was the first thing he hit. Because I went on Twitter, I'm seeing people talking about, Jacob Middle Child, woo mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Go on YouTube, when I heard the, the first, like the way the beat had hit, before, yeah. even, before the main bass dropped. Yeah. And then when he started rapping, I was just like, Jacob really helped me find, get inspiration. Like that right yeah. there had helped me say, okay, let me keep going. So yeah, yeah. the so J. Cole most if he if he making me just feel inspired to keep going and then to hear your story made me wonder like, yeah, that man saved a lot of lives. He probably inspired a he lot did. of people. Like I that's see. why I look at why I look at what he's doing with Dreamville right now. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's a lot of rappers I never like I call him J I D. I don't know if he is a fool. Okay, G, but I think he had to switch it. He had to switch it because everybody was trying to say J I D. 
and yeah. type it in as JID. It didn't work. <laughs> hey, bro, that, well, I was so used to call I'm like, you, man. bro. <laughs> uh, I used to play that. I used to play uh, down bad on the game. Yes. They were like, "Who's that rapper?" I'm like, JID. They're like, "What?" Like, yeah. no, G is my bad, bro. G. <laughs> but you know, yeah, yeah, like I would never heard of him when it wasn't it. Ari Lennox, like even though she she around that time, Shay Bought a Baby was getting played on the radio. I really didn't know who she was until drink until I heard of Dreamville. So the Boss. things that he, yeah, bro, for real, and, bro. And, and and Boss was someone that he hung out with, like that was his boy from early on. And and, and you know what? I ain't started listening to him probably until when the last the web last album he dropped, and I seen J Cole promote it, and that was the, that was my first time ever hearing him like that. You know he because uh, I know it's that track that nobody listens to. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the name of it. Uh, but the last track on Forest Hills Drive, where it's like 12, 13 minutes. Tell me the outro. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Outro, yeah, with the credits. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's he's talking to Boss on there, and I think mm-hmm. he mentioned Kaz, Kaz and Effect. Mm-hmm. Those are two Dreamville Dreamville artists. And mm-hmm. um, you know, we haven't heard much from Kaz, uh, mm-hmm. I think in the last Two three years, but he like he's on Revenge of the Dreamers three, but great mixtape, and he oh my god, bro! I see that's great that's what I'm saying. Tape. I think I think people sleep on on Cole's mixtapes in general. The, the uh, just the all three on like Revenge of the Dreamers, good. bro. Like that whole mixtape. I think mine's as far. I think because part two is the one with Down Bad and Under the Sun. I, that's like that's my three. fave. Three, uh, so it's three. Also, no matter. So three is my favorite one because that whole one with the song with Todd Dollar Signs, all of it. That, that's that's a great that's a great mistake, bro. Like, yeah, J Cole is the man for that. Now and there's so, on on the on the first Revenge of the Dreamers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's a track that J Cole uh, did uh, called Lil, Lil Niggas. I forget. I remember that. It's the um, what was that? Uh, God. Been a long day, so forgive me. It was it was it was a sample from Tupac. Mm. Um that I want I still want it's just a snippet, it's like 51 seconds long. Mm-hmm. But it's bro, I still want to hear the rest of it. Mm. <laughs> J. Cole freestyling. I think people sleep on that too. They sleep yeah. on his mixtapes and they sleep on his freestyling. Mm-hmm. Um and producing, like just him as a producer. They sleep on all of those facets of him and, and just focus on him as a as a rapper. I, and, bro, this dude, this dude is crazy, man. And I that's I, why I, I like eighteen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that that's why I agree with you. I I, I don't know that uh, if he had the same commercial success as as Drake, I don't know that he would have the same impact. Right. I don't right. I don't know he would because his um his whole thing is just staying staying himself. Staying low. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is because like like I said before, I'm a huge Drake fan. Right. But if you take Drake, take care. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ain't even throwing nothing with the same. Drake take care yes. and nothing with the same and Drake uh his mixtapes. Scorpio. No, not just Scorpio, just Scorpion. I said Scorpio, mm-hmm. Scorpion. Just take those. You can see a whole different vibe. Let's even go back to the mixtape days. Mm-hmm. Drake mixtape, so far so gone. Like all those days, like you oh, see God. the difference. That was, so favorite, that was my favorite Drake, bro. My, my, <laughs> my, my, <laughs> take her. Like I don't care what nobody say. Like people, Drake is goaded. He's one of the legends. 
But to me, take care is like how we say about 2014 Hills Drive for J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Take care is that album for me. And mm-hmm. nothing was the same is right behind it because nothing was the same. I have a lot of more memories with it because I remember I, when I got nothing was the same, Grand Theft Auto 5 had just came out on the PS3. That's kind oh, of messed yeah. That's yeah. kind of crazy to say. <laughs> and now they went through three consoles because now it's on the PS5. That's kind of crazy to me. But that was a whole look. <laughs> That was a whole vibe because I feel like that's around the time where I started downloading music on my phone at that mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. playing GTA, hearing Worst Behavior, Hold On, We're Going Home, but Take Care, it gave me those radio days when, like, yeah. man, yeah. buying the CD, hear, like, that's how I heard about 2014 Hills Right. I didn't stream it at all. I heard somebody who had the CD, and we played it over and over and over again. I that's why. I can't tell you how many times I listened to the album. I bought the CD, mm-hmm. right? Right, and I had a Toyota Camry, red Toyota Camry, uh, Corolla. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I had, and I, I was actually looking for the CD the other day, so I don't, I don't even know if I still have it. Mm-hmm. But that thing lived in the CD player. Come I on. played that album so much, my ex got pissed off with me. Every oh, single man. time I would pick her up, we would go like to a restaurant or whatever. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm throwing a uh, force of the drive on. And she she actually thought I was just a J. Cole fan based on a fad because that's when it was a little cooler to be a J. Cole fan. Right, right, right. Forest Hills Drive was like a lot of people's introduction to him. Mm-hmm. No, I had I, true horse. There was a time, I kid you not, there was a time where I was only listening to mixtapes. Mm-hmm. I was listening to mixtapes from J. Cole, from mm-hmm. Wale, and mm-hmm. from Drake. Those are the only three I was listening to. Those, that was my rotation for mm. about a good year and a half, two years mm. of just those mixtapes. So, like, listening to J. Cole's mixtapes was, like, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. So, Four Sills Drive, that's nothing to me. Like, I'm listening, I'm listening to Four Sills Drive as much as possible. I wow. guarantee I've probably listened to that album somewhere in the range of about 250 to 300 times. Woo! Man. Somewhere. Somewhere so let, in that range. <laughs> so let's talk, let's talk about this. So when For His Drive first dropped, do you like do you remember like where you was? Like how old were you when that album dropped? That came out late 14, right? Right. Like early mid, like I think it's like around almost around springtime. So I was 24. Okay. And wow, and that's crazy. I was 14, about to be 15. When wow. that album dropped, and yeah. I just remember because <laughs> mind said, "Wow, you like, damn, you making me feel old, Tremont. Stop making me feel old, man." But <laughs> but listen, I remember that album dropped because I remember when it first dropped, I heard a couple tracks, but I think I really didn't start hearing it to like the fall of 2014, like getting close to like Thanksgiving era, because mm-hmm. I remember. Because I remember when, when the album was getting, like, worldwide known, mm-hmm. I remember that when everybody started growing their hair out. Like, yes. They called, yes. like, like, if you look at the Forest Hill Drive poster, you guys, like, just everyone who's listening, even if you're watching the footage right now, yeah. or just yeah. listening on your podcast, you know, Apple Music and all <laughs> other streaming software, just close your eyes and just think about 2014 Hills Drive and just think about every guy 
you see in a high school, middle school, if you that young, or even your workplace if you older, mm-hmm. you're gonna see somebody was growing their hair out that J. Cole Afro. Everybody oh. was doing it. I did it. I Everybody wanted was to. Doing it. I wanted to. Here's the thing. I don't mm-hmm. think I look good with an afro. Bro, I'm telling you, hey, and so that's when it's one of those things. I just I say, you know what? Let me choose between the hair and the or oh, the beard. I said, I'll just I, I I've been shaving balls since I was 16, 15, 16. Wow. And I can still grow my hair out. People think I'm I'm like I got a receding hairline for some reason. I don't know. Like, bro, it's 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 hair. I got hair. I just I just yeah. like shaving balls. Hey balls, yeah. Yeah, that's I, it's my that's my thing. But I was like, do I shave? Do I continue to shave? Or because I don't, I don't like how it looked with the beard and long hair, yeah. right? Uh-huh. So I'm like, if I go, I, hair, I do. That's why I'm trying to get the beard for my hair. Like I'm trying to, but see, that's the thing. Because I remember, oh, I wanted to so bad. <laughs> I, I remember because I remember because I had just had a haircut. This because around September I had a low cut. I had from September to October. I didn't realize how fast my hair grew. Oh, uh, because because mm-hmm. I seen pictures they were dope. So I went to this school called Creel Life Preparatory School. Uh-huh. And like I said, like the after October, like the beginning of November, that's when my hair was really out. And my boy Lennox, he going, he going, hate that I'm throwing him out there. I have a friend named Lennox, die hard in music. He's a huge J Cole fan himself. Uh-huh. And that's how I realized everybody was doing the J Cole style on different. He had a high top, but you know, like oh, yeah, yeah. But with the J Cole style, it was kind of like I ain't gonna lie, J Cole hair was neat, but he also like he was sponging it. That's how I got introduced to Sponge. My boy Lennox came to school because he was like, he was like an after school helper. He came to work up there. Um, I know he had a clear bag and I seen this big yellow sponge in there. I'm like, bro, where you get your sponge? Like, I knew about the beauty supply sponge because at that time, that's when they were blowing up. Mm-hmm. I had a big yellow sponge that he took from the house and cut it up. It was just like it, and I'm like, but at the same while I was growing my hair out, I wasn't realizing where we were getting it from. Yeah, but I said, but I had, but I knew about the Forest Hill Drive album cover, I knew what I knew about J. Cole, her how it was looking. But what made me stop it was in December. That same school had this thing called Hookup, and mm-hmm. we ended up calling it a different name, which I don't remember. But they it took a picture of us, my homeboy Lennox, he got his arm around me and my and the arm around Rashad, we were praying. Who was praying and they they were taking pictures. They took a picture of me. I didn't realize how tall my hair was, and it was kind of like sponged up back then. I didn't pick my hair out. I didn't sponge my hair. I just let it go wild. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I looked at the album cover. I was like, I got J. Cole's afro. Then realized how much of an influence he put on me because I was around that time yeah. too. I was starting bumping the album. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I yeah. digress a little bit, but let's let's talk about it. Like, so we don't have we don't have to go down the full track list. Everybody knows this incredible track list. Let's you talk should. about our person. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody should know about this incredible track should. list. If you don't like, I know my friend, I got a couple friends like BZ and Rose and all those folks, my cousin Charlie. Mm-hmm. They don't listen to J. Cole. I play J. Cole on this part. Well, my br- my friend BZ do. He loved J. Cole, love yours. But mm-hmm. my cousin Charlie, if I play J. Cole, he'd be like, bro, turn this off. Like, I tell really? you this. You know why he on like middle child? Why? Because my cousin's a huge Kodak Black fan. So he like had a long talk with oh. Kodak. He said that's the only reason why he liked this song. Because he said that I told serious? him. I told him, I said, you really slow. You need to listen uh, to J. See, my friends, that, like my friends literally tell me don't get on the ox because they like mumble rap. They like Pooh Shiesty. They like uh 
uh, Moneybag, yo, Big 30. I grew up with Big 30. Big 30 one. I take it back. Big 30 really no mumble rapper. He's a lyricist. But they like uh, D. Moolah, Faneo, uh, all those artists. See, See I, I like storytelling. Like, my friends, like, they'll tell you, like, my friend Two Live, he's, he's a DJ, so he listens to all types of music. Even mm-hmm. though he like that type of rap, they like, but when I play my music, people like keep that going. Like I bump J Cole, I bump yeah. Drake, I bump yeah. Tupac, I bump Method Man, I bump. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's because of my dad, because my dad's a truck driver, and me being on the road with him, oh, I used yeah. to listen to those couple yeah. tracks. But yeah. to go back to him, J Cole, like that was the guy. Lyrics wise, you need to listen to. Bro. If you don't know this full track, please I'm, go I'm to the album. You I'm gonna be your outlook. You go, if you if you don't listen to if you want to say that type of rap, uh-huh. I promise you after you listen to the full 2014 Hill Drive album, you can just listen to Wet Dreams. Like if like if you listen to that whole album or a certain track, I promise you you gonna you gonna go dive deep into J Cole's catalog. I don't see so how deep. you can't. Right. And see, that's the thing. His versatility. We t- we talked about we touched on it a little bit before, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Mumble rap. J. Cole can do mumble rap. J. Cole and Kendrick have both done it. I'm about to say because middle child, he tried to do it. Right. And do yeah. it better. Better. <laughs> so if you if you're into mumble rap, like KOD is your album. Yeah, ATM. That's why when, when you were talking about his freestyle person, I I feel like the only part he probably wrote out was the first verse. If you listen to that second verse, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I said, man, J. Cole sound like he's freestyling. Especially he oh. said, uh, I'm like, Tommy and Martin. I uh, like when he brought that reference. I said, yeah. if he wrote that, he had to really think about it. I feel like he was, free- <laughs> to be honest, I feel like that whole KOD, he was freestyling and he was showing people, oh, you like mama rap? I got you. I, I, See, that's the I'm going to hit you with it. KOD was a project that he, he did like almost as a response to people because. Mm-hmm. Up until then, people kept playing with his name, bro. Like yeah. disrespecting him, saying sure. he's not he's not who he is. He he sure. he's overrated. This mm-hmm. and the other. Kod, he's saying like, "Yo, I can do this. I just don't. Better. I just don't like. But yeah, I can do it and be better than you. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get it twisted. <laughs> That's what Kod was." That's why I love his attitude on that album. It's like, bro, y'all, man. y'all doing too much, man. man I'm gonna show you how to do it, and I'm gonna go back to doing my thing. Doing ham on that's that. That's what album. he did. So, and, and and to go back to 2014, he drive. Just that's how I feel like with no role models, and I I read the history on it. I uh, supposedly no role models wasn't supposed to ask me on the album that soon because mm-hmm. when he basically said in the first part, first thing first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Avery died, I think, December 30th of 2013. Yeah. And so when he said that in 2014, he was dry, came out like a couple months later. So the fact that he yeah. was like, oh, because I, I don't know the process of an album, but I do have a producer friend and I know an album takes a lot of work. So the fact that work. he was able to, so the fact that he did yeah. it, if he never said, even if he never said first thing first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil, but I still read the history that he added that track on there the last minute. It would sound like they he they were probably one of the first songs he recorded for the album. Wrote like that whole track to me, bro. That's my that's probably my that's my second favorite track on the album. Wet Dreams is my favorite track. 
And I, hey, listen here. That look, everybody with that shy boy and that shy girl about to have their first time. Oh. That song told stories, oh. bro. Like, literally, I literally had an experience like with dreams before. Yeah. I had an experience like it literally. If I wasn't as deep, like we wrote notes, we got in trouble yeah. in class. No, nah, but it, it, I was fronting telling the girl I was the pro. Uh huh. <laughs> we got there. It was awkward. It was a bit awkward because I didn't know what I was that doing. First time is always awkward. Yeah, though. yeah, but like what, like Jake Cole said, when that song, like that's the thing of what I like about this album. It's relatable. Okay, when he said first thing first, recipes Uncle Phil. Anybody going? You everybody grew up with Fresh Prince. If you didn't grow up yeah. with Fresh Prince, you didn't have no childhood. Um, Especially if you're in the nineties, right? Like, I right. Don't see how, I don't see how you. <laughs> Like and like he <laughs> said, he regret the not being with Nia Long or uh, Leah. My, of course, I wish I was that crushes. age back those in the day. All my crushes, bro. Right. Like, those, those I wish I was that age. I, those, I literally said it. I, I was literally watched Fresh Prince to see Nia Long. I'm like, God dang, man. Like, <laughs> man I literally said it last night because uh, I was watching, like, somebody posts a 90s video. They were like 90s ladies on Instagram. And I was watching, I was like, yeah, I would been getting around in the night. Jada Piggott, Nia Long, Halle Berry. I would been trying to get Janet Jackson. I was like, yeah. So the CJ Cole to throw and, that and, in and there. What's her name? Um, Maya from uh, oh. Fresh Prince. She's the one that never gets mentioned, man. <laughs> I knew, I was convinced Maya was going to be my wife, bro. <laughs> you know what? You know how I used to tell I wanted to marry on Fresh Prince? I know a lot of people say Tatiana Ali, but she's very good. I used to always want a Hillary. Hillary was for me. Hillary was an airhead. I, I like I, and I think that see, that's that's airhead my thing. To me. Like, I need <laughs> you can be my airhead. I, yeah. <laughs> I I I I love uh, uh, conversations like like being able to sit down and and talk mm. with who I'm with. So and, you like them seductive type type stuff like the keys with Jose. <laughs> hey, 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 bro! Look, <laughs> and you know what's funny too? You talking about wet dreams? Um, you know, full disclosure, I didn't even lose my virginity until I was twenty five, right? Wow! So okay. the ex that I was with when I listened to this, when I was like on this album, like heavy. Mm-hmm. Those are those are moments that I remember just having with her, like awkward, mm-hmm. like not not awkward, because she was she was very patient with me, thank God. <laughs> but she, she like, come on, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it was it was like I, I also I wasn't like, you know, like 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 a thirteen year old boy didn't know anything. I just I just had never you know done anything, so it was like yeah. it was one of those things that she, you know, you know, it is what it is. Um, but I remember having those feelings like of, of J. Cole in that track. It's like, Jesus, like you 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 put on this facade, like, you know, I'm 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 all this. I'm, and that, all, man, I'm gonna tell you up. Uh, yeah, yeah and it. then it's just and then it's just like damn. <laughs> <laughs> like uh um, like come hey, on, man. Like, <laughs> come on. What what Mike Hill said on on Robots, I'll fight you with one arm time behind my back. Put it up, put it up, put it up, put it up. Come on, put it up. Come on. Bro, it, it, that, it, that that I will say it was like, but that I I I I get that track so much and and, and mm-hmm. it's something like everything everything that um uh uh cold spoke about in this album it's just like mm-hmm. I, I can rem- i can relate 
that that's why he's my favorite artist. I don't right, care. Right. I don't care if we're talking about you know uh, uh, anyone else. Like I have much respect for everyone else. Like mm-hmm. it's hard to be an artist. Being an right. artist is tiring, bro. Like, and that's why I'm not even mad at Cole and Kendrick that when they don't drop mm-hmm. that stuff because like it's the process. You can't They're gonna get burnt out. If you watch the process, you're not gonna have a good product. Period. Mm-hmm. That's just how Period. it is. But you know, I, I like. Mm, I, I like he's my favorite he's just my favorite because he he's he's been someone that has not not only helped me through so much but like i listen to his music when i have like high anxiety j cole and bob marley are the two artists that when mm. i'm really Ooh. anxious mm-hmm. they they bring me down they bring me back down and and calm me down and and mm-hmm. they're the only two that do that at least that I that I I've, I've realized, you know, like mm-hmm. those are the only two that really do that for me. So, um, everything that that, and I can't say everything that he's talked about in his music because you know he's talked about, uh, uh you know, being being a kid that has a, a white parent and a and a black parent. right 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 experience. You know, I like, mm. but the, the, but a lot of stuff that he talks about in his music, like I relate to a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and and yeah, what dreams? That awkward, that awkwardness. That awkwardness, bro. Now you get past it. You get past it more. You know. Yeah. Practice. Of course. Like yes, yeah. sir. Like, yeah. You know, You'd be like big dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just but, like, hey, you know, all right, let's go. But and, it's it's like it's 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 you can relate to that awkwardness, and people don't talk right. about that. It's just something that people just just kind of like skate by. I think I think people when they think of Witcher, they automatically think about him. They just gonna automatically all this about him having sex with this girl. No, you, you it's a story. Like, it's a whole okay, process. he met this girl in high school. He he was really thinking about sexual thoughts about her. He finally talking. She finally give him that energy, but he realized, oh, I can't make this stuff up. Like, man, I can't. And then he get there. <laughs> he get that. He realized she can't back up what she was telling him. So that like that. And yeah. Not only that, the main thing awkwardness. Like. Come on, like sw- I'm sweating too, just thinking about it, like, what? Yeah. What if I can't perform as well? Yeah, so that's why I love that. So trip. fast, you know. Right. The overthinking is it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of little nuances that that he 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 brings to the to the forefront with that track, and mm-hmm. I think that people just, especially the previous generation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they can hear something like that and they're just like, oh, it's just raunchy. It's just, it's just about mm-hmm. sex. It's just nah. Right, nah it's it's a story. It's, it's a whole story. We could go deeper than that. Even though he's he talking about he's talking about a crush, his first like a crush. His first crush, you crush, know, awkwardness, crush. Uh, how you feel around it. That's why I like oh. you know what at first I didn't appreciate the video, but now as I got old, of course yes. I was young with that video. When I got older, I appreciate the video. I see hear people talk, but I'm mad how he did the video. I'm not now. First, back then, I was like, man, I thought it was going to show him in high school, mess with his girl. But mm-hmm. I like the fact it was such an innocent video. It's it make innocent. you really, It make you really sit back and listen and get the message. It's about innocence. It's about awkwardness. It's about your Christian. It's about all those things. Yeah, because that, that's, like you said, that's that's the essence of the, of, the, of the track, innocence. Like, you're thinking about how, you know, when you're that age, mm-hmm. how, how much you're thinking about the future like oh wait till this happens that happens and and 
it's you and your crush that you're thinking about, right? I can't begin to tell right. you how many times I had a crush on someone. Or, <laughs> what I you don't want to know how many I had. Wow. Jesus Christ, man. Like, I, <laughs> wow. I, it, it's, I'm going to say the name so, on her. <laughs> it was so many, but, you know, just that awkwardness of trying to talk to a girl. That's something that we don't really discuss as men. Like, how weird it is you can build it up way before you go talk to her oh yeah i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say that then when you go talk to her uh 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 you sweat you don't you don't know what to do you just kind of like moving all over the places like you don't know what to do your hands it's just like and you and peace you be like i don't want her to walk away just go walk away and then when she walk away you be like dang why did i say this man Yeah, yeah, Cole, Cole captured all of that, and and, and that's why I'm like I, I appreciate it because again, it's not just about sex. Right. It's the build up, it's the lead up, it's the story, like what, like his the mentality, the process of of how you're telling this lie, and then when it comes down to it, can I actually back it up? Because I no, I can't because I don't know what I'm doing. And at the same time, she doesn't either. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like that's 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 a big part of it. So I, I like, yeah, man. Cole just that J. Cole, that it's man. That storytelling. It's a storytelling. It's a different breed. And that's why, okay, and like and to continue with the storytelling, we can move on to O3 Adolescence. O3 Adolescence, that track right there, bro. Like I like the like when he's just the way he just started it off. I woke up, uh, effing screw up, tie my shoe up. Remember when he said that, mm-hmm. everybody felt like that was a screw up. Everybody, no, oh. I, ain't not oh. one person. If you if you say you not, if you feel like you never been a screw up, you ever person feel like you you probably not one out, but everybody meant to feel like well, I screwed up. Like, yeah. If you if you saying that you haven't, you're lying to yourself. Yeah. So the fact that he's saying that, and just the story of the song, just how how he wish he was his friend. Yes. How he wished he was his friend because his friend was selling drugs. He was getting money. Mm-hmm. Not knowing well, as you go, once you get past the first verse and the chorus, when you go to the second verse, not knowing that his friend slicked the press. Yeah. Like, when exactly. he was telling, J. Cole made a statement saying he asked him how he could get just like him. And his friend, like, the fact that his friend laughed at him, it was showing like, like, really, like, really, Jermaine? Like, yeah. bro, I'm trying to be like, you, you better go get a college degree and I'm stuck either flipping burgers or my, I'm stuck selling drugs and that's only a hundred dollars a week. Yeah. So him to say that and then what part hit me hard, I, I, I can't relate to this, but mm-hmm. I know people who do. He When he's like, I grew up with four brothers with one mother who never loved them. And he was like, why, he like, why did she never use a condom? Like when he yeah. said that, it hit hard. But it also took me back where I used to complain when I mm-hmm. couldn't have my way. Just mm-hmm. like J. Cole, he just took he said it right after that. He felt was like ashamed to have ever complained. To complain, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he said when he said, Mama, dry your eyes, there's no reason to cry. Like mm-hmm. I probably everybody had probably took everybody like telling you, if you got a real parent, but she know you ain't appreciate what you're doing. Oh, that she hurting. And yeah. like and when he was like, Mom, we I did I didn't realize the growth we had from what he said, like a park to a tree, something like that. Yeah, uh, uh, they uh, they're in a um a trailer, and then yeah, trailer. Now they got a lawn now. Yeah, yeah. So yard, yeah. It's just little things. 
and it's I like about how appreciating the little things. Right. And I like how his friend was talking to him on the like he was like, yeah. bro, like really you you want to be like me? Bro, you sound like a clown, bro. Like I'm trying I look up to you. You shouldn't look up to me. And you know what's funny is cuz it's it's a pattern. Every time you listen to um stories of people that that come from that that environment, they mm-hmm. always tell you if anyone that was was in that 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 life of that lifestyle if they ever saw someone that had potential to be something they're gonna get on you bro they making sure you don't you don't get a, get a, get yeah, involved with that like mm-hmm. they see you coming their way bruh uh-uh you got too much to- <laughs> you got too much to hey, well, yeah, we we lost our time you ain't finna be like us man you yeah do what you do yeah, and it's it's funny like every every single time you hear someone that that's uh, that that that's from that environment, what if they mm-hmm. didn't encourage the person to do that? Think about what would have happened if his friend uh uh put him on was just put him on. We had the J Cole that we know today. We Ain't we hard. probably wouldn't have J Cole, and mm-hmm. and and the domino effect about that is all the lives that he saved would most likely be gone. No, right, and that's why. You like the next line, yeah, and that's why I, I'm glad you said it because it kind of helped. Because I just pulled up the lyrics for the next line that I like. You like you made a genius, a genius, and I ain't gonna take it for granted. I ain't gonna settle for less. I ain't gonna take what they hand me. Now I'm gonna take what they owe me and show you that I can fly and show old girl what she missing. The illest yes. nigga alive. Who yeah. am I? When he said that, bro, yeah, that made me just and made the same thing. Like you saying when you take stuff for granted, bro. And you take things for lesser than what it really is, man. You sit back, you're like, mine, bro. Like, no, no, bro. I'm gonna show people that I'm I'm more than what they think I am. So mm-hmm. the fact that it took that conversation with his friend, because that way you need you are, you need it from the person that you look up to. Yes, personally, like, like that's why I go shout out to my man. Highlight. Yeah, talk to him. The him say stuff to me. I like, all right, bam, shout out. And I got another brother here in Memphis named Reggie and. Uh, Damian Griffin and and Marquino, like Reggie Reggie Henderson. I'm gonna shout my brother out. The guy who he's actually helped me with my video. He helped me with my right. video. And right, right, right. Every time I feel like I'm about to do something, like those brothers I just named, they experienced some of the stuff I went through. Right. Some of them had it harder. Yeah, yeah. Like my boy Kino, my boy Marquino, he had it harder than me. So when he talked to me. He talk, he don't talk to me. Oh, it's gonna be good. No, he give me raw, raw and rugged. Like when he yeah. talks to you, when when you ask him why he talk like that, he said, "I gotta talk like a thug." He said, yeah. "That's where I came from." Yeah. And then the see, and then and the reason he do that because he overcame so much. Man, my brother, he's married, mm-hmm. just bought a house. Mm-hmm. The brain, you know his story, how much stuff he overcame. So when he see yeah. me feel like I'm losing him, he get on my tail and it takes yeah. it. Yeah, he takes that versus people like, oh, uh, yeah, we could, sh- yeah, let's show you some. Oh, uh, like, uh, uh, yeah, my boy Reggie, same way. Reggie and I is thugging with it, but he said to the point, like, that's why I said me and Reggie, we like, we, we alike. Mm-hmm. So he said, when he says something, he hit me. So every time I hear that line, I instantly think about people I'm close with. Like, I had conversation with my dad, have conversation mm-hmm. with my mom, stuff I took for granted for them. That's yeah. why I'm so motivated to continue to do what I'm doing now because I want yep. to show them that they made a genius. They made right, right. Like they made me. So yeah. That's why I, 
Yeah, I know. I said Wit Dreams is my favorite song. I know No Role Models is my favorite song. But like how you said, J. Cole is like the artist to help you calm down. If I feel like now I'm too overbearing, I either listen, of course, Lecrae gospel music, but J. Cole-wise, I love Middle Child, I love No Romance, I love Witch, I love all the Miami music, but 03 Adolescence has got to be the first song I listen to when I feel like, I feel I'm that. like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm lost, I don't know what to do. When I listen to 03 yeah. Adolescence, I'm like, it's such a piece, because yeah. the message behind me is like, like I told you before, like I talked about on Mental Chick, I was chasing other people's success. Right. Man, don't do that. You don't yeah. know what they going through behind closed doors. To, to, to J. Cole eyes, his friend was making all this money. He probably was mm-hmm. smashing all the females, mm-hmm. not knowing he's depressed. His mama don't love him or his th- uh, or his brothers. Yeah. yeah. He only make $100 a week. Like, he didn't know those struggles. He just only yeah. seen, you know, people let people show what they want to show. So he was just yeah. showing him, yeah, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? That's probably how he was. He probably wasn't. I might be wrong. Probably that's probably why J. Cole put in the song. Mm-hmm. But he probably like, man, yeah, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm smashing a little bit. And, if, yeah, and if, it's not, if it's not the friend that he was looking at that had that kind of lifestyle, look at anyone else that that's, that has that lifestyle that is <laughs> making money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's very easy to make a lot of money that way. But mm-hmm. then there's also stressors that come along with it. Mm-hmm. having to look over your back having to you know question motive with different people mm-hmm. i i i ain't come from the streets bro so i i can't speak about the streets mm-hmm. but i like i know people that 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 can and 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 like mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying like that's why i respect respect this one so much because like when you're sitting there you listen to other people tell you like bro this ain't it this mm-hmm. ain't it mm-hmm go and and then you think about it and you're like like this why is it this it and they tell you why this isn't it for you right 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 ah i was tripping bro i was tripping i wasn't looking at this the right way and then and you realize everything you took for granted in in terms of like the little things like i i, I can't begin to tell you how many times i took what my parents did for me for granted right you begin to tell you <laughs> I'm still facing the consequences of that. Mine, bro. It doesn't make sense. Like, but but that's but that's also how you are as a kid. You yeah. just feel like, especially when you Off grow up in a comfortable in a comfortable lifestyle. I'm not saying that that you know you don't experience a lot of hardships, but when you when you when you don't when you have a when you have a place to sleep, mm-hmm. when you have food to eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just the basic necessities. And not only that, and like if you really struggling, but your parents ain't showing that you're struggling, you think everything all smooth and dandy, you and you be like, Bro. you didn't know they were really struggling. You like, dang. Bro, my so this is what they going through. And stuff, I, I and, my parents and be like a lot of stuff tough. Man. I, I we 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 lived, bro. I, I kid you not. There was a period of time, three years straight, no AC, no heat. Wow. No AC, no heat. Wow. But my parents still made sure that, you know, my sister and I didn't go without, right? It's hot as hell. We live in Georgia. <laughs> a lot of water. Hot as hell. <laughs> but you know, that's that's exactly it. Drank water, drank Gatorade. Uh, 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 my, my dad made sure, you know, like a lot of nights, we would, uh, cause I was homeschooled. 
So mm-hmm. that's also why, and I, I forgot to say this earlier, that's also why I didn't leave my virginity until a little later. I was yeah, homeschooled, yeah, yeah. but I wasn't, I wasn't doing yeah. anything. Let me tell you, I went to a small private school. But- <laughs> so I, I, let me tell you, so the last time I went to a public school, probably fourth grade, from fifth grade all the way to my graduation, I went to a small private school. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have opportunities to, you know, experiment or think about doing different things because you ain't around people like nobody. that. Nobody. Yeah, so, but, like, my, my dad made sure that we would sit down and, 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 and uh, like, we had a projector at the time, and we would watch movies or watch, you know, like, he pop popcorn, we just chill. Chill and relax. You know, like, and, and have the fan on right there. Mm-hmm. It was hot as hell, but, you know, it was good times. So, like, it's, it's like you, you appreciate those things, and, hey, guess what? I had a bed. Mm-hmm. I had clothes. Yeah, the roof you know what I'm saying? Head. Like, like I, like I had, I had a comfortable place to be, even though it wasn't comfortable. Like certain circumstances weren't comfortable, but uh, for the most part, there was there was comfort, and and you know mm-hmm. we had one car growing up, mm-hmm. and that's wow. my parents had two. You know, my my mom worked nights, my dad worked days. We were at school when I wasn't homeschool. We were at well, you know, at private school or at public school. And then, you know, like it was, there was a lot, you have, you had to do a lot of things to get around, but you, you learn to adapt. You learn, you learn to keep pushing and, and keep going. And, and that, I think that's where Cole was coming from is like, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't sweet. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't the glitz and glamour, but it wasn't bad either. It wasn't like, it wasn't this bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And you learn to appreciate all those things that you, you, you went through, like, Come on, I, I probably wouldn't have the amount of patience that I have right now if I didn't go through a lot of stuff. I would I wouldn't right. be able to learn how to adapt to just you know so what, roll the punches. I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have. I wouldn't be able to do it as well now if I didn't mm-hmm. go through that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's real. Man. So it's it's just it's there's a lot of things to it, and I but that again that's what I appreciate about Cole. It's like he's putting that there. Like and you you start to think about things that you went through and like you know what, I was tripping. I I, I was tripping. <laughs> yeah, and all through that lessons, it make you realize like, dang, I was really tripping, bro. Like that 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 track, one of my all time favorite. And now love yours, like a connection to it, bro. Love yours, bro. I'm listen like everybody heard mental check. Uh, if you haven't, you can check out this episode too. Mm-hmm. I literally just said I was in love with myself, loving my life. So, listen to love yours now. Back then, it was like okay, I feel the inspiration. But when you actually go through it, yeah, then you listen to it now. You like woo, it yeah. gets you chills. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's another track, man. It's like we because that that track, excuse me, made me um really dive deep into the um into the pattern that I would of, of, of comparing myself to someone else. Same, same. And not appreciating what I had. Mm-hmm. Not appreciating, you know, the process. Mm. You're just so busy comparing yourself. Oh, like, I'm not like this person, not like that person. Bro, I'm 31 years old, okay? Mm-hmm. A lot of people that I grew up with married and have kids. There was a period of time where that was the goal because I grew up in a church. That's another thing. I, I, I didn't 
my story makes a lot more sense when you add all those <laughs> components. But I grew up in a church, man, and we Dang. were there about four days a week. So, you know, like the 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 comparisons and 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 everyone that you're you're growing up with, uh, you know, saying you know like oh you know I'm gonna have this and the other, and then you see by the time that you know they are those ages, they got this that and the other. What the hell is going on with me? Oh, we'll be ripping the band aid off right now. See what I'm saying? Like that, that's that, but that was the process. Like, it was like, man, like I remember, and and when this album came out, kid you not, and this, that, this is probably the last time that I did this. But my ex and I were in the bat. We, looking back on it, she and I shouldn't have been in a relationship at that time. Mm -hmm. Neither one of us were actually like mature enough for it nor were we ready for a relationship at that point in time. We were going through a lot of stuff that we didn't tell each other about, which killed the relationship. Mm -hmm. um, but I went out. <laughs> this is probably the first time I actually told this story uh, 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 publicly, or at least on the, on, the, on the podcast. But I went out and bought a, a, an engagement ring for her, thinking that was oh, going to wow. solve our issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow i gotta fall back oh, you see, wow. <laughs> i went out i went to k jewelers i kid you not i got a ring this thing was three thousand right i got it on a sale for twenty five hundred oh sale for twenty five hundred so i'm like i'm thinking like ah all right cool it's close to the one that she wanted because she and i had actually gone and looked at rings like a month or two prior okay and so i knew the style that she wanted so i went got this ring and she was over, uh, she was actually in Texas for uh, flight attendant school. Okay. And I'm 24 at this time. Everyone around me was starting to get married. That's what, that's part of the reason why I went and got the ring. I said, mm. okay, so I should, I should propose by 25. Let me do that. And I went and got the ring. She's in Texas for two months. We mm. weren't talking. For two months, we talked at least like two times that entire time. She she came back. I just knew she was cheating on me, bro. Mm. I just knew she was cheating on me. I I I, I was talking to, to friends, and this is one other lesson I learned. Don't talk to people. Don't tell everybody your business because, mm -hmm. and I, I told my best friend, I told my best friend, of course, you want to talk to your best friend, right? I told right. my best friend a lot of stuff that I was going through, but then he was also in a bad marriage. Oh. So he was telling me a lot of stuff that, you know, he's like, yeah, she's cheating on you, dog. She's cheating on you. She's mm. cheating on you. And that was in my head. She's cheating. She's cheating. She's cheating. Overthinking. Yep. So I'm overthinking. I'm, and I'm not, I'm not mature enough to even just go, you know, hey. What's up? Like we we're not talking. Are you okay? Like what? I just knew when I like I had told her when she was going. I said, just text me in the morning, text me at night. Let me know you're good. I'm not saying we gotta be on the phone all the time because I know like the process of becoming a flight attendant is pretty pretty hectic. But um, by the time she came back, bro, I had the ring in the in my glove compartment. Mm -hmm. I dropped her off at the airport. She went. She had two or three suitcases. She came back. She had seven, mind you. She she wasn't like working, working, but at this time, so I'm like, 
how is like that was confirmation for me. I'm loading wow. all her suitcases into my into my car. And I'm just like this. I'm the entire time like, I, oh, she's cheating. Like she went this dude like just went and got her this that and the other. So I'm wilding out. Mm-hmm. Of course, natural. Rightfully so. You know, you get that mindset, right? So I, I, I'm driving her back home the entire time and cussing her out. For real? I cussed her out, bro. Come to find out, she reached out to me a couple, uh, like in 19, I think, something like that. Okay. She reached out to me to apologize. Hmm. She just said she felt like on her heart, like God was telling her just to apologize. And guess what? She well, wasn't cheating. She wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't cheating. She just had an anxiety attack. But guess what? I wouldn't be able to accept it back then because I didn't know that's what happens when you have anxiety. Like some people, some people probably react differently to anxiety attacks. But about to say, I struggle with anxiety. I had anxiety attacks. So yeah, you're right. You struggle. I I I deal with it too. I had I, I've had anxiety attacks on planes, bro. And guess what? The entire time I'm quiet, right? I didn't realize this is what she was doing. I didn't realize that's what was going on with her. So again, like I wasn't in that process. I wasn't in that 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 mindset to just be mature enough to know what's going on, right? And and but I say all that to say, like my whole issue at that time was comparing myself to other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, this person's getting married. That person's getting married. Okay, I'm Ooh. next. I need to get married. That's I and I know it. And I just imagine if social media was as hectic as it is now. Back then, because now when you go, you go on Facebook, Twitter, especially Twitter after ten o'clock, that's all you see. Probably, probably far worse. Warning: Don't you go on Twitter after ten p.m. But well, there's been <laughs> porn on Twitter at eleven a.m. Like <laughs> Twitter is Twitter name Twitter.com. No more. Twitter is Pornhub.com. Part Twitter two is all. wild. Twitter is wild. <laughs> like Twitter don't care what you post. Like oh. you go on Facebook, that somebody posted, it, it's getting taken down quick. But yeah. you go on Twitter, you see a old porno on Twitter from three years ago. You like what this still doing on here? It's kids on Twitter, bro. Like, but that's how it is when you look at social media. Back back when I talked about my breakdown, like as an actor, mm-hmm. bro. Especially when you work with certain actors in the same field as you, but you see them blowing up. You like just like what you said. What is wrong with me? Relationship wise, like me, people who know me. They know I love hard. I'm a fall fast, quick, yeah. which I'm working on. That's why I need to enjoy my singleness now. And honestly, but, I think that's something that we don't really talk about. Mm-hmm. As men, we actually fall a lot harder oh. and faster than women do. I knew I fall fast when I was talking to this girl for a month. I I was ready to tell her I love her. I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like I understand because I did it in high school. I, I did in high school, but that's high school. But I mean, as an adult, mm-hmm. no, like no, as an adult, telling them I love. I had situations I wanted to tell the girl I love her after three weeks. You know what I mean? Like Bro. we, if a guy said, "My, I don't fall for no female heart." Yes, you do. If you don't, yeah. then do this. You could okay. You might be talking to multiple females, but is there one female you love? Let her y'all get into it, and she talks to another dude. You gonna try to oh, kill you are, her? You hurt. Yeah, you better go hang him. So hurt. like there's no there's no way you're not. <laughs> so right, bro. So like that right there, I I used to look at relationships like, bro, I'm, 
I don't want that, dog. Like, looking at, like, I got these friends named Malik and Leo. Love them all my heart. That's how I, that's how, this is why I got upset. I didn't get married at 20 years old. Mm-hmm. I had, like, on my 20th birthday, I was ticked. Like, I was in, like, I was happy, like, yeah, thank you, God, for another. When I said, man, I looked at, that's why I wear this ring. And my mama said that people probably already think I'm married. I'm not. I wear it because I wish I was. But I'm like, <laughs> I, I wish I was married. Because I, I got yeah. a great example. Like, my sister and her, my sister's married. My, mm-hmm. my mom's oldest daughter. She's married. Again, my friends, Malik and Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. They got married young. I think Malik and Aaliyah was 18. Malik was 19. And they both, if I'm not mistaken, they're going to get on my head. Because I've known them since 2012. They're going to get on my head if I get their ages wrong. If I'm not mistaken, I think Malik 24 now and Aaliyah 23, and they've been married that long. Like, so that's why I can I compare myself. So when you see it about the marriage thing, I'm like, he, he just don't know. As though I'm young, younger than him, I, I relate. I, oh, I it's definitely weird. relate. It's weird, and and and, and that's the that's the whole thing about love. Yours It's just like love, love, like love who you are, who you are. Mm-hmm. Love like your process love love like stop comparing yourself to this person that person and because truth be told like you said earlier people show you what they want you to see period Mm -hmm. they don't show you the the hardships they don't show you the 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 stressors they don't show you the regret you see what i'm saying it's it's just the the glamour it's the glitz and glamour that's only shown so that's why like 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 this song for me was one of those things. I know J. Cole said that this is his this is actually his favorite song of his. Mm-hmm. Um and I like I don't know that I have a favorite J. Cole track because it's like all of them it's mean diverse. something mm-hmm. to me. Right? All the really. albums mean something to me and, and, and all that. But Love Yours, I will say, um, is is one of my favorites. It's definitely up there because of the fact that again. It's the message. Stop comparing yourself to everyone. Like that again. The whole issue that I had with with my smile. Like I, I like mm-hmm. I don't have like like a Michael Strahan size gap in my teeth, right? Oh my god, big that <laughs> huge gap. I don't have that. Uh-huh. But but for me, it was one of those things that I'm just like, man, I can't I can't enjoy my smile. I can't enjoy right. who I am because I'm comparing myself to everyone else that 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 has a type of smile that that I wanted at that time, right? Right. Like, and then, like, my, you know, like I'm I'm looking at everyone. I'm just like, God, man, I wish I had that. And then then I go like when I listen to that track, I'm just like, man, you know what? Like, bump all that. You know how much energy you're putting out in just comparing yourself to someone else. Draining. It's like, draining as hell, bro. Like my like my mental like that situation with me, like yeah. it drained me so hard, especially when, when especially you like drinking liquor on top of it. Yeah. It yeah. drains you so yeah. so hard. And yeah. that's why uh man, my new video I just posted Unbreakable. Yeah. Love like since we talking about love yours, love yours slick help like got me at the point where I can like I'm really enjoying Unbreakable. Cause that yeah. that's me. I'm seeing yeah. that's me. That's how I, that's how I am. And I had someone to talk to me yesterday actually about like how you talking about how people on the show what they want to see. Mm-hmm. They show the glitz and glam. My homeboy called me. He was like, "A lot of people don't do that." He yeah. said, "A lot of people when they vent, 
he was like, they said, ah, they say little stuff because they, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They got an image to present. Mm -hmm. He said, but for you, even though you was like, you were going through a bad place, you vented. He said, you yeah. expressed everything. Every he said, ain't thing. nobody, yeah. he said, ain't nobody doing that. I respect you. But to go back to, to relate that to love yours, every time I watch my video, it made me realize, hold on, I'm on my own path. I love yeah. my journey because yeah. I can look back and be yes. like, you can appreciate dang, I more. really, I got past this. Oh, this is where I started mm -hmm. and I upgraded from, mm -hmm. hey, I love it. This is, yeah. this, this, that's why J. Cole wrote was forever to me going to be that. You know what? And people might disagree with me. You know who J. Cole is to me? Who? A modern day Andre 3000. Ooh. Okay. Jacob, Monday, All right. Andre 3000. I get it. Yeah. I and I and I and a lot of, and that's another nice. artist. I like to say this because at one point Andre, you could tell when Outcast, they first album, Andre was trying to do that hip hop thuggish dude type rap. But when he got when he tapped into his inner soul, everybody like to say it was because Erica Badu. Mm -hmm. She probably helped him found like introduce it, but I feel like he found it deeper himself after that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. After that, you saw a difference in his wordplay and how he's delivering, how he just present himself. And yeah. more and more, I think about Andre three thousand. I'm like, man, J Cole made me want to J Cole study him. Like, is he one of the, like one of the artists that J Cole was influenced by? Because yeah, J Cole is legit a modern day. The reason I said Andre three thousand don't release that much content. J Cole don't either. When they do the wordplay, like Andre three thousand, he took a rock song. Hey y'all. Yeah, and made that junk legit. Ain't nobody. Look, let me tell you something. Like I listen to rock music. That's only because of my dad. But the fact I got, if I play that song yeah. on a game full of thugs, and one of those thugs start singing that song, they show you out like Andre Three Thousand. Just I hate to say it like this was just that nigga. That's the same yeah. way about J Cole. J Cole yeah. is the same way. Like like I said about my friend. Like I got a friend that needs the main like certain rap. But mm -hmm. when I heard him play Love Yours, I said, it took me back. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. You yeah. you listen to Love Yours? You listen to J. Cole, bro? Yeah. J. Cole's that dude. Like, you ain't going to catch, I, you ain't going to catch no, let me see for example. I don't want to speak somebody to listen to Will Smith unless you a diehard Will Smith fan. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? That's yeah. that prime example. Like, I was yep. going to use Drake, but everybody, everybody got a favorite Drake song, no matter who you are. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But J. Cole. Yeah. Well, I hear people who don't relate to J. Cole and they got a song by him, they like bump. It made me say, my J. Cole speed up. Like you just said by KOD, mm -hmm. showing that I don't have to do mumble rap, mm -hmm. but I can show you. Yeah. Like the same way Andre 3000 was. Like, okay, yeah, I feel like I can only just stick to rap. No, yeah. I'm going to do this rock song. Let's go with Out of Wild. Uh, that classical music yeah. they did for that whole soundtrack. He said, You think yeah. well, I'm just class of 3000 soundtrack? Yeah. From his cartoon, like, yeah. It's crazy that I just put that together because it's, J. It's Cole showing, is the same way. It's showing I'm that nigga. I, and, I'm and, that and, nigga. And, and I love that attitude because basically like what we were talking about. Um, early J. Cole, even though like I appreciate every project that he's done, mm -hmm. but up until up, every mixtape and then side, the sideline story. Mm-hmm. Those those are J. Cole trying to fit in. 
Yeah, and you, you can even tell even when he was promoting. That man used to wear a lot of jewelry. He used to wear the latest clothes. I was like, that's why I like J. Cole now. That man don't care. That man throw on a hoodie and keep pushing. Bruh, like, you know what I mean? It's it, it, it's born center up when you see J. Cole got comfortable with, with, with who he is. Yes. Yeah. With who he is. Not trying to be Jay-Z. Not trying to be Rakim. Not try, like Right, he, he wants to be J. Cole. He and, wants and to you, be and, Jermaine. <laughs> right, and you got and you got to think about it when he first came up. Look what look what all the rappers were like around yeah. that time. You yeah. had Lil Wayne, you had Kanye, yeah. you had yeah. Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, Soulja like Boy. I don't remember nobody say when J. Cole first started dropping his mixtapes around there. Soldier Boy was that dude, so he, he was. was the main one with the chains, with the tattoos, with mm-hmm. the clothes. Lil mm-hmm. Wayne, chains, clothes. All those folks, Roscoe yeah. Dash, all those folks. So J. Cole, I can understand what he's doing, but I'm but glad see, he we said all oh. do that. Yeah, that we, we all, all do. do that. We all we do, all do. We go through that phase where we're trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. And then you see what works for you and doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. And then there are some people that still get that stay stuck in that pattern. But a lot of people move from that and be like, you know what? This doesn't work for me. That doesn't work for me. I, I like this. Right, and that that's that's what it was for me. This this time period, that's what that was for me. That's right. why fourteen Four Hills Drive, two thousand fourteen Four Hills Drive, is such a, a a classic to me because it's like okay, I'm figuring out who I am as a man. Like it's different when you, when you're trying to figure out who you are as as a teenager to who you're trying to figure out who you are as a man. Like and like I had. Of course, because I was homeschooled, um, you know, a lot of a lot of the 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 stuff that I went through in my early to mid twenties was stuff that I probably should have gone through in like my late teens. But because I was so secluded and sheltered and 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 you know, mm-hmm. in my own little space, a lot of that stuff never came to my mind. To bro, that's crazy. We that's why I feel like that's why I relate to you, and that's why like like that's why we started so close when we first met yeah. each other because more yeah. and more we talked yeah. i was like man i relate because the same thing my mom she'll tell you too my mom feel like she'll say she feel like that she babied me a lot mm-hmm. because she always kept me so close in mm-hmm. and so tight knit so so to hear you say that and you older than me to yeah. see like yeah. lots of, like you i we agree with you a lot of stuff i've been through i'm just 21 years old yeah. i'm not there much old. But half this stuff I be going through, or I be feeling, I I was to felt that when I was sixteen. I was to feel that when I was mm-hmm. seventeen. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the thing. Even a lot of stuff that I was going through, like I'm like, yo, like this is something that I should have done ten years ago, man. Right. Like, and and, and it again. It's just that just that time going through that process, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I actually don't regret that um it, it, it took me a little longer to get to where i was it's your journey it's, your story. it's my journey but you know what the 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 brain doesn't develop until you fully develop until about 25 right okay so that's why for me when i when i got to 24 and i realized i'm starting to struggle i'm starting to fight with the identity that i took on hmm. versus Ooh my my actual identity like i was mm. fighting who i actually was mm-hmm. 
and I'm trying, I'm trying to hold on to what I had. What I was holding on to was not Derek Myers. What I was holding no, no, on wait was the facade of mm-hmm. Derek Myers. What I was holding on to was everybody else's thought of who Derek was. Oh, bro, you speaking fat? I, I agree. So, like. It's it's like once 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 I hit twenty four, I started. I'm, I'm realizing that twenty five things started clicking a little bit. Twenty twenty five and twenty six. I, I swear to God, it it literally things started to click a little bit better. And then once I got to twenty nine, that's when I felt like another switch. Like it's like the best way I can describe it to you. Like you're driving a, a stick ship, right? Right. And you can only go so fast in one gear. You have to switch to another gear. Mm-hmm. That 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 shift that I felt at twenty five, that was my that was me going to the first gear. I mean, going mm-hmm. into the second gear, mm-hmm. and then twenty nine, I'm going into the third gear, right? Like I'm I'm right, ramping right, up, right, right, I'm speeding right. up. I I swear on everything, like the ability to 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 process things got mm-hmm. better for me at twenty nine, between twenty nine wow. and thirty. Wow. I was able to slow things down and slow myself down to mm-hmm. learn that oh I need to I need to think about it I need to think about it like I used to rush giving answers on things and mm-hmm. committing myself to different things that I didn't want to be in, or, mm-hmm. to be a part of mm-hmm. and 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 twenty nine thirty I'm like oh I don't have to do that I don't want to do this I don't want to do that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like. And then it started, it started coming a little easier to me. And I'm like, okay, now, now I'm at this place in my life. Nothing, it's not perfect. <laughs> yeah. And no, and bro, it's and not I'm perfect, just... but I'm still getting there. It's a journey. Right. It's a, it's journey. a journey. And that's what, that's the whole point of that album. And I think, and for you to say that, I'm, I'm just, I feel like I'm just not clicking in until now. Like right. this 2021, right. I feel like, cause like you said, when you were saying you hold on the facade, bro, I was holding on to people that I used to hold on to people because even if they did me wrong, yes, I try to hold, I try, yes. I try to hold, I try to hold yes. on to them because I want to pull out the side of me out of them. Yeah. I want to, like, I always say I would never be, do nobody wrong. And people ask why you keep, well, my mom, she was like, why you keep holding on this person? You know they doing me wrong because I, I cause I'm not seeing who they really are. I'm seeing. Darren and them. I'm trying to put. I'm trying to put me in them. Refusing to see the bad. Yeah, you. That's, trying to what, see that's what hurts too. I'm trying to force the good that I you, see in them. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then it's like once once you see that these people are who they actually are, it, it makes it a lot easier. It hurts, but it makes it a lot easier to walk away. Yeah, because like bro, bro. I don't need that type of energy in my life, bro. Yeah, I, I told somebody who did me wrong in, two, in 2017, bro. I pissed off a lot of people walking away. Oh wow! I got a whole wow. list of people I, I I turned my back on. You know, I, why? I know what because why? the negative energy wasn't for, it wasn't conducive to me and where mm. I was in life and Ooh. my journey. and that's exactly when I stopped comparing myself to everyone. And you know what? And that's why I'm feeling like right now my constant thing is I'm always asking remove the people that's not meant for my life. Right, bring in the right people. Right, like, ooh, ooh. Back right. then, you used but to hurt so much. People, but see, that even that prayer, people don't understand how powerful that is. My white bro, literally, when I said it, literally a day or two later, bam! It, it's just like it yeah. hurt me so bad. But now it is. Now I'm still saying it. 
help me not to feel the hurt. Help me understand right. that it's meant is right for my life. Because right. the more because I realized that was most of my depression that came from holding on exactly. to people who wasn't meant for me. Like I told and somebody comparing I said, yourself to them. <laughs> right. I, I told somebody who did me wrong. I was like, bro, you know, I would never have done you like that. They were like, right. well, I don't care, I don't care. I said, you know why? Because I be hoping the Darren in me, the like the Darren I know, I'm like, I would not do you like that. Can you put that in you and you can realize and then go well, we can connect? And yeah. but not only that's they don't care. That's one. Right. Two, right. that's toxic for my own mental health. And I'm right. only bringing more self sadness and self hurt to myself because of where they're they going to still do me wrong. They're going to still do me dirty. That's you not still clicking. Like? That, what? It's like drinking poison, knowing right. you got poison in your cup. Ooh. It's like you're mm. holding on to something that's not good for you. Mm hmm. And people, you may, there may even be people to tell you, like, yo, that's not, that ain't the right thing. Ah, I'm good. And that's, that's the whole issue, like, between, like, between, I would say, maybe even 17 to about 24, where we as men, we have that whole thing of, like, I'm a man. Right. You not can't knowing. tell me this. Man. You can't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. A hard head make like, a talk behind. Yes, but then it's also that it's just that ego, that ego that we also that's perpetuated through generations of not listening to people and and saying I was wrong, mm -hmm. just accepting and understanding that I can actually be wrong about something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and that that's that's the whole thing. So it's like if you're learning that between twenty and twenty one. I guarantee you by the time you hit 25 and your brain fully develops, mm -hmm. that's why Fred Hampton was so dangerous. Think about how, how he would have been. <laughs> they had to kill him at 21 because if he was 25, 30, 35, 40, doing all the stuff that he was actually talking about. Jesus that, and let's go. Let's connect it back to me. Let's connect it back to music. It's crazy yeah. how you said the brain develops at 25. How old was Tupac when he died? You know what I mean? So if he stayed alive, you, you see saw what his he, evolution before he died, right? Yeah, right, right. But right before he turned twenty five, look at all the stuff he was doing. So I just mm -hmm. imagine, because like Ice, people ask Ice Cube, "Do you feel like Tupac would have continued to be an actor if he had, if he never died?" He, he said, and a lot of people said, "No, Pac would been in politics." Yes, and that was that was they were afraid of. They were That's afraid, exactly afraid of that. Yeah. yeah. So to go back and then the, the connect love yours and and J Cole all that. That's why I don't mind J. Cole sit back. Because the stuff like the way his mind was, you see how Love Yours took, it, we talking about a track and we went into a deep conversation about mind, just self-reflection, self-stop yeah. causing self-pain to yourself. Right. J. Cole is that, like, man, if he listened to this, man, Mr. J. Cole, man, bro, thank you for being who you are because hey, this man. album saved people it's, it, and it develops conversations. Like we just we literally broke it down and, and, and we talk about personal things that could probably somebody who's struggling with the same thing but don't have no one to talk to. Right. And like right. Derek could say he probably agree with me, man, bro. Wherever you going through, just know that's not the end. Stay straight. Not find that out find that outreach. Fine, bro, you can do it. Ain't no ain't no way. And I feel like uh -huh. this next song is the perfect song we could talk about. You know what? This the this the song for me. After that, if you got another track you want to talk about, you more than welcome to bring it up. But this yes, song sir. right here, 
I played it every day. I played it when I wake up, woke up. I played it while well, I took a shower. I to get my day ready. It was G O M D. Bro, I kid you not. I was hoping you would talk about that. <laughs> Bro, G O M D was my track. Like, yes. bro, like, bro, like people who I worked with in Crow Peace, they could tell you, I used to be walking around bumping their junk. Like, that song right there, hands up, everybody won. Cold outside, he said he got a gun. Like, that right there, bro. Like, that <laughs> wordplay, I was like, this nigga is crazy. Like, bro, bro, that song right he, there just, whew, I get chills. I, I, J. Cole, like, I used to I used to play this track to to like almost feel like I was like validating what I was going through. Right, right. Oof. Like just the process, like just validating the process, because like you got like I was feeling pressure from people to be you know this that, and the other. G O M D. That's mm-hmm. the entire time I'm just reciting. Like back up, bro. <laughs> Man, I ain't gonna off. lie. When I listen to GOMB, I like I feel like I'm the man. I'm like, bro. Yes. It's that like, attitude. It's like it's, my, it's basically like that same attitude that KOD has. Yes. Ooh. Just a small yes, sample. It is. Yes, bro. Yes. <laughs> yes. I like that. I like that. And yeah. what I like about GOMD, bro, it was just like he was co- I like the cockiness in it. Mm-hmm. Like, all oh, the dumb knows that she taking off the clothes. Like, that's just the way you were talking on there. Like, and then what I like, but what I like about it too, in the second verse, he said, Lord, if I change, turn me back into Jermaine. And you know what? Yes. And I started thinking deeper. I don't, if you probably, if if you listen to this album, I think, I bet people probably thought, maybe he talking about, he feel like he self-changing. You know what I feel like he was talking about? I feel like he was talking about his old self, like we were just talking about the diamond yes. watches, yes. the chains, and yes. the, the way he was rapping. That's yes. why I feel like, because the way he said it, and he even said it made me realize, he said, this is the part that the thug skipped. When he yeah. said it, I was like, yeah, he's talking about his old self, the chains, he's yeah. talking about, not even if he wasn't talking about his self, he probably, yeah. I mean, thug, like, okay, we can use another rapper for example. Let's see, Lil Peep. I bet if he heard that part, he was like, yeah, let me turn it off. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is the part of the third skill. But know? then it's also that that's the part where the the, the instrumental changes, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's yep. not it's not that hard, it's not that yeah. hard beat, it's not that hard message. He gets yep. a little softer. He gets a little more he gets a little more mellow. And 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 and, and you know, it's like I like that, man. It, 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 one line he's like, niggas fake fake as anime. Yep. That's the I I kid you not that entire that when this album came out that's I'm like this nigga's fake that nigga's fake that like fake. Right. y'all just like y'all just fake as hell man like <laughs> right. and you think and you say you're real you're like and that that's the thing that always got me is like God dog man like <clears throat> and then I like the end at the end where he had like the little African. He was like, yeah. When you put, when you got my piece in your mouth, he said, my he just put the rest of your mouth. Put he said rest, something like yeah. that. He said, put the, <laughs> put the rest in your mouth. Like, I didn't realize. And then when I went back and looked at the history, I'm like, man, that was real deal hard on J Cole for yeah. no reason. And so yeah. for him to make that track, yeah, that track to me was like a if <laughs> hit him up, what's what's a, if hit him up by Tupac was a little bit calmer. 
That was yeah. GOMD was. Yeah. If and if if hit him up, hit him up wasn't targeting one person, that would hit him up with GOMD. Mm-hmm. I know I'm probably get a lot of backlash from Tupac. Hey, let me tell you something. I'm a Tupac fan myself. Hey. <laughs> Listen, that's how GOMD was for me. That's from my perspective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but it, like to me, it's just like it's like a middle finger to the industry, right? That's basically that's basically it to me. Like it's 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 him. Like like we talked about his evolution before, and 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 it's like that's the that's the point where he's just like you know what, I'm done. Like I'm done with all of this. I'm going to do it my way, and 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 that's the attitude that I had at this point in my life. And I did the exact same Come thing. Come on, preacher. <laughs> exact same thing. I kid you not. I I I I basically threw up a middle finger to all these people that I, that that was that fake. Just fake me up. That I'm comparing myself to. Move. And I'm like, you know what? Done, bro. <laughs> I'm done. You know what? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's G O M D, bro. Like exactly. You, I, honestly, if I was like, I'm thinking about like, I'm going to announce it. Like, I'm still doing the acting there, but I'm thinking about getting back in the ring. Yes. If I start having my first match, that's gonna probably be the interest music for me. Like G O M D. If I was a heel, <laughs> that's the song, bro. Like yeah. yeah. G O M D is that track, bro, and that's why I saved that track for last because I feel yeah. like if I did it anytime in the, uh, in any other order. It'll do a disservice. Like GOMD was yeah. like, if you haven't listened to GOMD, stop this right now. Yeah. Go listen to it and then and then tell us what you think about it. Bro, because that just so dope. My dad walked in on me listening to that track. Okay. And I'm a grown man, so it's not like, you know. But I felt weird because of the fact like he he's not listening to the track for the the the, the whole context and the message yeah. of, the, of the track all he's hearing is them saying repeatedly get off my dick mm-hmm. so it's like hmm. <laughs> i gotta turn it but <laughs> or turn it down because like i don't want i don't I, like i always i don't want to disrespect my parents like my parents you know mid mid late 50s so they're, they're it's, not know, it's it's but but mine's kind that of generation, but you know, like like people just like you if you listen to this track, if you listen to this mm-hmm. album again, it's what what you're what the 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 the, the punches mm-hmm. that would have hit. That's just that's just what that's what draws you in, right? But right, you right, go right. And listen to the actual message. You're understanding what he's meaning, and it's not literally like every again like like um. Uh, uh, wet dreams. Mm-hmm. That 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 track is not literally just about sex. Sex, yeah. It's a whole thing. It's just it's it's a story. It's a story. It's, and a, that's way, why, it's a way to relate. And that's why I give credit to my pops. Like I I relate to you not be trying to be because both of my parents are their fifties. So yeah. how you say how your pops is, you don't want this break your parents. That's how I am towards my mom because that's how mom. The music I listen to—that's how my mom is with me. She, yeah, she don't listen for the story or the concept. She, she like, like really something. But my dad, on the other hand, my dad is a huge music fanatic. Like, 
blues, that, that, old school. Yeah. My mom, my mom just blues and gospel. Yeah. So you know they music different. But mm-hmm. like my dad, blues, old school. But my dad, if he, I know he gonna listen to this. He gonna probably tell me if I'm wrong. But to me, from being around him, even the phone call that we had last night, my dad's favorite genre is hip hop. Like mm-hmm. he don't listen to the new raps. He listens to J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, and Drake. But he like old school, like Pop, Biggie, uh, Big Daddy Kane, yeah. uh, Slim yeah. Thug. Like my dad is a deep hip hop fan, so. Like those punchline, my dad actually talked about J. Cole punchline. I think he we was talking about, I think we was talking about no role models. Mm. My dad can respect, like, my dad would like, personally, if I say my dad listened to Get Off My Dick, my dad would like this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like in my heart, my dad would like this song. So I understand yeah. it, and especially with the punchline. My dad actually, my dad introduced me to punchline because back then I used to just listen to the song to listen to the song. Just for the beat. Yeah, like, yeah, but my dad, yeah. I remember we was on the road. This is how I got deep into Tupac. Like, my dad introduced me to Tupac. When I was younger, yeah, mm-hmm. I seen him Poetic Justice. Yeah, I seen him on Juice. But music-wise, my dad introduced me to Tupac. Yeah. So, like, for example, when Tupac was going by Machiavelli after his deal, Machiavelli, me and my girlfriend, mm-hmm. growing up, mm-hmm. I'm like, he talking about legit him and his girlfriend, not mm-hmm. knowing he talking about a whole gun. Yeah. Only reason yeah. I knew that because yeah. of my dad, because my dad didn't just... He ain't the type of guy to be like, you heard what he said? Did, uh, did you get it? He ain't gonna, t- he ain't, just, if you say you don't get it, he ain't gonna tell you what it is. He gonna play it over and tell you, nah, pay attention. Pay Cause attention. like last night, last night he, he made me listen to three songs that Snoop Dogg uh, sampled for Gin and Juice. Three songs. Oh, the yeah. First, first, the first time I did it, I said, Pop, I ain't getting it. What is it? He said, nope. Play it again. I literally had to play the jumps four times to actually get it. <laughs> Second time, I was like, I gave him a song, and he was like, nope, play it again. Yeah. The third time, I was like, all right, Pops, just tell me what it is. He said, yeah. nope. And the fourth time, and I still couldn't get it, he was like, oh, son, don't disappoint me. He said, listen to Jenny Juice. I, somebody, you talk, I said, Snoop Dogg, Jenny Juice? He was like, yeah. He said, I know you know that song. I said, of course. Yeah, I played the song, the the little first part. I just turned it off. I said, "Oh my!" And he yeah. started laughing. I was like, "Oh my!" I couldn't yeah. get. That's how my dad is. That's why. I, that's why I have such a deep connection with music and also acting. Mm-hmm. My dad, mm-hmm. movies. My dad is the same way. Mm-hmm. He said, "Do you get why he did it like that? Do that like that?" And when I tell him, "Nah, I'm, I'm trying to get it again," he don't say it. He rewind the scene yeah. and make me watch it. He like, "You gonna get it." Study it. So he, and my dad's and the main reason he liked it. And my dad, his advice for me every time if I like mess up on something, mm-hmm. he always said he said with his mouth, he said, "Be the student of the game, even if you good at it." Exactly. Ex- exactly. The pop. So my dad but put me on, man. But that's that's what the greats do. That's mm-hmm. why. That's why J Cole is so great. That's why Kendrick is so great. Mm-hmm. They study, mm-hmm. even though they are. I mean, they're at the top, right? Yeah, they're at the top. Those, those are people you would consider of this time. They are the best. Mm-hmm. They are the best, especially That's on the Tupac and Biggie. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and especially in the mainstream. Now, there's mm-hmm. underground artists. There's artists that that aren't as well known, but they are. Be Kurt. Comparable. Yeah, they're still comparable. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but those guys do their homework. They study. Mm-hmm. They know. And you have if you want to be great at something, you can't 
you can't stop studying when you get to the top. Right. Because that's how right. you fall off. Mm-hmm. You'd be lost in the sauce. You got to continue to, to, to study, to, to, to read, to, to, uh, to listen. Be, it's basically being a student of life. You, the mm. only way you're not a student of life is when you're dead. Mm. Ooh. You just got to pay attention. <laughs> you got to be willing to pay attention. Hey, go ahead, copyright that. We got that from uh, OTS <laughs> founder, Derek. Uh, y'all can't use that. We're going to copyright that. Use, we soon. <laughs> bro, yeah. you know, yeah. but that's dope, bro. And, and you know, G-O-M-D, that's the track. And before, before we end this, before we go at the end, bro, I'm going to ask you three questions. Yes, right? sir. You got to give me your best options. You can th- don't think hard. You just okay. got to be like, ah, okay. All right. All right. Favorite J. Cole feature? Oh, um, the first one that's coming to my mind is, um, uh, uh, damn, uh, Zendaya. Mmm. Mmm. But then that's also not it. No, hey, one, hey. It's another one he did with Kaz. Hold on. <laughs> Like like hey, like you said for the like like they were saying in the fans, throw an audible. <laughs> throw an audible, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh knock the hustle. Knock the hustle remix. Mm. That's it. Fine, sir. That's it. That's it. For, I think for me, even though you can kind of say it was this track, but it, I feel like it's more like a feature mm-hmm. down bad. Oh, yeah, damn bad. I was yeah. gonna go with under the sun, but now down bad is legit. It legit say featuring J Cole. Yeah, down yeah. bad. Yeah, that, that's the one for me. <sighs> and there's right. so many to choose from, man. <laughs> no, no, but hey, that's your top one. I had to, you know, I had to throw it on you. That's all I right, got, bro. I, I put that up there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, 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 as a J Cole fan, for the second question, you you gonna have to, like you gonna have to pick. You know, it's gonna be uh, hard. It's going to be hard. I'm going to hit you with the big guns, bro. I'm going to hit you with it. You ready? Yes, sir. You got KOD uh-huh. versus For Your Eyes Only. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> now, listen. And, you, and then the root. Don't, don't even think about your history with it. I know you got deep-rooted history yeah. with both albums. Yes. If you had to yes. remove that. And just listen to as a J. Cole fan and just removing your history. K.O.D. versus for your eyes only. Who will be the winner? Who will be the Tom Brady in that album for you? All right. So removing my actual connection to for your eyes only. Mm-hmm. Commercially, K.O.D. is the one is what you go through mm-hmm. with, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm actually going to go with For Your Eyes Only um, because of the fact that uh, it's just one of those tracks that it's, it's, it's a, For Your Eyes Only is um, is more of what I connect to with J. Cole mm. than K.O.D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to choose for your eyes only over KOD because mm-hmm. of the fact that the connection with me being able to just like relax, calm down, breathe. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to choose for your eyes only. KOD though, if I'm taking okay. if I'm taking it for a commercial 
a, a reason. Aspect. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, the commercial success with it. I take KOD, but for my selfish personal reasons, I'm going uh, for your idol. Okay. Last question. You know, in the music universe, it, let's bump music. Everybody loves the MC universe. Everybody loves Marvel. Yeah. Everybody loves the things like the Avengers, Infinity War, <laughs> Endgame, where we bring all these incredible people together. I know so in the it. music universe, everybody would love to see. Because I remember I used to have this poster. It was J. Cole, Drake, and Kendrick Lamar. And everybody always wanted a J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar joint yes. a joint album. A, a J. Cole and Drake joint album. I want all three of them. But if you had to take away Kendrick Lamar and Drake, what is that one artist you know, you like, if he did a, a collaboration album or just a song, just one song, or like you say, go back to your roots, a mixtape. Yes, yes. Who would be that artist you would like to have a collaboration with J. Cole. Boss. I want, I want, so there's, there are multiple people that I would choose for that too. Um, but I want a joint project between Cole and Boss. I want a joint project with Cole and Jid. You know, like, because there's, there's, there, Jid brings out something in Cole that Boss doesn't. Mm-hmm. Boss brings out something in Cole that that Jid doesn't, mm-hmm. right? So we, we mm-hmm. get two different types, two different sides of Cole, like, like Kobe and Shaq. Mm-hmm. We get two different sides of, of them um, when when uh, when they when they do tracks with Cole. So uh, or two, two we get two, two different sides of Cole when, when he does tracks with them. Um, so my first one, I will say Boss because I was actually thinking about that last week. <laughs> what a boss! You know, and you know what? Album. You know, you know who I would have collab with him. And you know what? And I feel like it just be super dope because the way they both deliver their wordplay. Jonah Lucas. Ooh. J Cole and Jonah Lucas on the track. Just think about it. Because oh, listen, Jonah Lucas man. is also a great storyteller. I'm not yeah, racist. He gets I'm sorry. Yeah. Wheel. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> All those things, oh, and you throw man. J. Cole. And, just imagine, I'm I'm not racist remix, or I'm not racist far too with J. Cole, Jonah Lucas, because they both have their connections of having a yes. black parent and a white right. parent. Yeah, and growing up, it's a mixed child. So I just like imagine that. it. I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's see? a that's a that's a good one. <laughs> hey, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, you listen to this, and J. Cole and Jonah Lucas ever do a collaboration? It was my idea, so yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think, but honestly, I feel like that would be so dope. It would be so cool because it's just yeah. the delivery, the wordplay, and all of that. I I feel like Jonah Lucas. I didn't like the pat because of the wheels of junk. He was out there more like like clothes wise and stuff like that but before that Jordan Lucas was so low key like J. Cole oh, yeah. it took, I didn't know what Jordan Lucas looked like until probably when he was promoting the I'm Sorry song but yeah. before that like I'm Not Racist I thought I thought that was legit the white dude and the black dude well the white dude rapping in first till I heard the black dude rapping I was like oh okay but <laughs> he's so low key himself and also what I like about Jordan Lucas too he just like J. Cole, he takes his time with his music. He might release yes. sooner than him, but yeah. he takes his time though. He takes yeah. his time with it. Yeah, no, I'm with that, bro. I'm with that. I, I that's 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 a tough one, man. That's a good one. That's a I, I'm I might I might have to change my answer. 
<laughs> I, I, I knew you did. Why? Away. Oh my god! Why I said that? Look, I noticed when I said you said that. You're like, hold up. Did you just hit me with that one? Like, yeah, I'm gonna hit you with the big gun. That's mine, dear. Mine, dear. This we gotta get them. Hey, we need. Hey, matter of fact, I wanna throw out a challenge. If anyone listening yeah. just know how to make mixed audio, like those mash up on YouTube, mash up a J Cole and Jordan Lucas song and tag us in it. Please. Speaking of tag, Mr. Derek, it was fun having you on. You yes, my sir. boy. You yes, you can sir. always come back on. Yes, just sir. I'm telling people to tag us. Where can they find you on your social media accounts? So you can find me at Derek underscore OTS. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K. Black way to spell it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but I would rather you not follow me. I'm, I'm, I'm fun mm-hmm. on Twitter. I'm hilarious on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But I would rather you follow OTS. You know, uh, yes, at sir. OTS guys. Just follow those. That It's all Facebook, Instagram, Twitter youtube.com slash OTS guys. You can find everything, uh, every, everywhere. You're going to find all, uh, all the stuff we do, the website. I am Tremont is one of our biggest shows and, and I appreciate you for coming under the brand, bro. This thing is phenomenal. That. You're doing your thing. You're killing it. Yes, I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate your, your, your vulnerability because that's something that we as men, I think that's something that, yes. um, we have to we have to embrace right like that's something that yes. we have to be willing to do more and i think mm-hmm. our generation and, and and after will actually be more willing to do that previous yeah. generations aren't they just that that ain't happening. yeah and, and that's the thing and they, and people i just had a conversation with with well the lady named Aaliyah i told you about earlier who's married we mm-hmm. just talked about it we we feel like people make it seem like it's it's a bad thing to, to 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 express yourself or just take care of your mental health. They think it's a bad thing at all. Like it's like for example, it's okay for you to go to the doctor get a regular checkup, but it's mm-hmm. not okay for you to get a checkup in your mental status, your mental health. Like that's it's it's well, it's see, a weird thing in this community, you know. It, it's it's not it's not even. Um... It's not only a thing that's that's learned behavior, but if you think mm-hmm. about it, like it's something that um, it's pride, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Even they with, don't want to admit that they hurt. Even with the physical part, like guys don't want to go get checked out. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I might. I might. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I I knew a guy that um, when I was when I was a kid. No, I'm sorry, I was. I think I had just gotten into college. I had to be like 18, 19. And a dude that I had known since I was a kid, everybody told him, go get your prostate checked. I'm not doing that. I don't want no man sticking his, I don't want nobody sticking a finger up my butt, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Died, prostate cancer. Wow. Right? Like, wow. so it's it's one of those things. It's, 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 it's just, it's just pride and ego over something that's so small. Like if you address it early, mm-hmm. you could actually have yeah. a better life. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I'm that's why, that's why I, I I'm honored. That's why I'm honored for you to bring me under the uh under the OTS banner with my with my uh show. Because I want to be the yeah. advocate for this. For uh sure. because it's no telling who's watching who's watching or listening. 
because mm-hmm. they might be struggling with the same thing. They could be like, wow, he's 21 and he's, get, he's getting older, but he's still expressing himself and he's sharing his experience. Shoot, maybe I need to go somewhere to go get chicks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe I need to go somebody to event to. So that's that's yeah. the main purpose of it. Of course, we're going to talk about some wrestling. Of course, we're going to talk about some entertainment. But I feel like I'm doing myself with this service. And I feel like in my heart, it's meant for me to be an advocate for black men, mental health. Or just, mm-hmm. I, I just want to take the gender away for black mental health and mm-hmm. just and just to reach out to people. And, and for sure. it was an honor. And, bro, I thank you so much for this. Is like oh, my yeah. big bro. The OTS family, you guys, please, like he it's said, not. please go on OTSguys.com. OTS is a you got an amazing show. You got past the ops, life's a botch, realish. You got all, you got all these incredible shows. There's so many. It's a lot that I want to say. There's so like many 25 shows. shows. <laughs> twenty five shows. Please check yeah. them out. Every single one of them are incredible. Yes, sir. Guys, thank if you, you want to follow me, you can follow me on at vibing with the nineties. Or you can find me on Facebook, Darren Tremont. Or you can also follow me on OTS. You know, you know, go on OTSguys.com. You can also see me on there. Yes, sir. You guys, this was an awesome episode. Derek, yes, thank you again for coming on. No problem hey, at all, listen bro. Up. Listen up, you guys. We got a special coming. We got a lot more coming. The next guest I have playing, ladies, I think you should check it out. Because this is going to be something special. Yes. All right, this is your man. Peace out.